How's it going, everybody? Adrian here from The Gaming Observer for Sunday, December the 13th. Uh, today, I want to tell you about a game called Spirit Fairer, and the music that you're hearing in the background is from that game. Spirit Fairer places you in the shoes of Stella, who takes over from Charon, the ancient Greek fairy master who took people from our world to the afterlife. And that's ultimately what the game is about. You find a spirit, you help them grant their final wish, and then you bring them to the afterlife. In terms of gameplay, it's a management simulator. You spend time growing and cooking food, and then feeding them to your ship inhabitants, building houses for your spirits, keeping them happy, and then ultimately traveling across the sea to help those spirits move on. The game is full of charm. Uh, each of the spirits that you pick up along the way eventually turn into some form of animal, and they have very distinct personalities. And it's just a very wholesome game. These characters have ups and downs. They love to be hugged. You know, that's a, that's a literal mechanic of the game, is you go up and you hug them. They all have their specialties, and they teach you how to survive as the spiritfarer. And, and over time, your boat ends up becoming just a montage of houses and workshops, all of them with their own story. The game itself is extremely colorful. It's got this great hand-drawn art style. The mechanics are simple. You go left and right. You click just a few buttons to get everything done. And it never punishes you for doing the wrong thing. Many times with management games, it can feel chaotic. It can feel like you're doing something wrong. But in Spiritfarer, you just live. At least in the 10 hours of the game that I played. Now, I can't speak to the end game, of course. I've heard that the game is around 20 to 25 hours, so I would be about halfway there. But I think the game is worth the amount of time I've put into it already. If you'd like to buy it outright, it's 30 American dollars, at least on Steam. I've played it through the Game Pass. But I at least encourage you to look at the gameplay footage, see what it's all about. Because a lot of people are talking about it, and that's for a good reason. I think it's one of the best games to come out of 2020. And if this kind of game seems like it's your thing, then this is probably one of the best of the bunch. And I'll tell you, it's one of the few times that I've actually noticed a game's soundtrack. It's something I'm really bad about. I, I usually tune out music for some reason. But in this case, because the game is slow-paced, you're often just standing there enjoying the view and listening to the music. It's very relaxing. And similarly, even if I don't finish the game, I'm going to walk away happy with the experience, because they've created a, a world that is fun to be in, and any amount of time you spend in it is worthwhile, I think. In terms of negatives, I would say they're not major, but they're worth noting. Because of the open-world nature of the game, where you can kind of set your own pace, sometimes things feel a little out of order. For example, I had gotten access to a workshop of a kind fairly early on, but then later got the spirit who taught me how to use it, even though I was already using it for hours. And that's just because I happened to miss the part where I was supposed to go to that spirit first, and I ended up picking somebody else up along the way. And it didn't punish me at all for doing that, besides giving me a tutorial for something I already knew how to do. So in that way, it almost feels like I'm crafting my own story based on my own journey. If you're an impatient person, which I can be at, at some times, this is also not a, a great game when there's downtime. When you're traveling from one place to the other, it can take a couple of minutes, 
And if you don't have urgent things to attend to, like watering the garden or making your people happy, then sometimes you just hang out. And like I said, they do that really well, but if you're impatient, then you just want to get to the next thing. So anyway, folks, I'm looking forward to the rest of my time with this game. And if it sounds like your kind of thing, then feel free to give it a look. I highly recommend it. That's the end of today's show. I'm going to be back tomorrow with the Weekend News Roundup. And until then, happy gaming, everyone. Hey, it's the TGO After Show. I I think I played one of those Spiritfarer songs last weekend, and then I said I was going to talk about it, so here I am talking about it. I did want to talk about it after I had finished the game, because there's a core aspect of this game which I haven't seen yet, which is actually taking the people to their afterlife. It's probably an important thing to keep an eye on, but I decided to talk about it because, like I said, you know, I put the time in, and I feel like I would have been willing to pay $30 for this. I didn't, because it was the Game Pass, but, you know, if I had to gift this game to somebody or something like that, and they only got 10 hours out of it, I'd say it was worth it. We need more wholesome games like this, you know? For so long, video games have been stereotyped and perceived as violent. Shooters. GTA. This is what the media talks about. And there are games like Animal Crossing, which come around and really break down those barriers. And obviously, video games are more visible now than they ever have been. Especially when you have something like, you know, Minecraft, which is violent in some ways, but not in the same way as Call of Duty. And similarly, I get what else do you have at the top? You have GTA, Fortnite, PUBG, Garena Free Fire, Valor of Kings on mobile. You know, a good handful of those are violent shooting games. Oh, sorry, I said Valor of Kings earlier. I meant Arena of Valor. Not a shooting game. That's a, that's a MOBA. Anyway, all of this to say, if I show Spiritfarer to somebody who's skeptical about video games, that's going to turn a head or two, you know? And if nothing else, it, it's promoting a much more wholesome approach to video games, which I think we need. Wholesome slash positivity slash happiness. You know I'm all about positivity in the gaming world and getting rid of toxicity and seeing games in a healthy way. And if every game was like Spiritfarer, oh my god, where would we be? We'd be living our best life. So anyway, it really caught me by surprise. I saw the the previews for the game and I was like, I'm probably going to spend a little bit of time with this and then bounce off of it. But it captured me, you know, I, I, you know, I I can't say I got to a point where I was like, you know, time went by really fast. However, after I had spent two hours playing the game at the end, I was like, I want to keep playing, which maybe is even more of a compliment that it feels like two hours and I want it to be longer. On the other hand, I did play Sea of Thieves for the first time this weekend. I'm going to tell you more about it tomorrow, but that is a game which went in no time at all. I'm pretty sure I played four hours and it felt like one. So anyway, I'll, I'll, tell, I'll tell you about that tomorrow. Uh, folks, thank you for tuning in. I hope you had a great weekend and I'm looking forward to the news roundup tomorrow. Okay, stay well, everyone.